Uh, hey Aistus. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to another episode of 360 Scale Podcast. I bet that you haven't seen something like this. We had a chance to invite Domantus to talk in person to do a workshop on how to actually do the research, how to find the right product and how to most importantly launch it. We are just opening up everything in terms of websites that we're using, forums that we are scraping. So this is very small community, I see. Okay. <laughs> Domantas, he is an experienced marketer. I worked with a few agencies, had his own consulting gig, and most importantly, now he runs a very successful e-commerce brand, his own one. He actually started implementing that strategy that we are actually covering today that brought him crazy results, 50, 100K months right away. You can just expect having all details that you actually need to find, pick and launch the right product into this crazy competitive market, and most importantly, to be successful then. Welcome to 360 Scale, a podcast for A-level entrepreneurs looking to scale their business beyond seven figures. Learn from those that have actually made it in the world of e-commerce with actionable steps you can apply right now. Okay, Lavanta. So uh, today we have pretty big topic. Uh, yeah. We have uh, a lot of different topics to cover in in, in that product research uh, area. So I believe we can just uh, dive deep uh, straight away in, into things. Yeah, sure. Uh, you can start uh, from your introduction, like uh, how you got into product research and uh, how it went for you, and then we are just covering, you know, all all your plan that you. Uh, got today uh, so sure yeah uh, my quick introduction um basically i've been working in the um, agency world for <clears throat> like three four years but uh, my goal always was to uh, create my own e-commerce i feel like a lot of um uh people who work in agency as a marketers they a lot of them actually dream about having their own agency not working to their clients um and yeah basically a year ago i started to go deeper into like um basically just executing you know um starting my own e-commerce business um and uh, i had uh, a lot of uh, questions in my head and a lot of problems basically how do i find the right product for me to sell uh because i already had i already had some experience working in marketing and I knew how the scale looks like. Um, so I, I knew that the, the, the product couldn't be just anything, you know. Yeah. Uh, it couldn't be just a random product that you sell. Uh, because I wanted to create a proper brand, not just a you know, one-time project kind of dropshipping thing. Yeah. I started reading some books. I started doing my research. Um, I actually... I had a really hard time because I went to the traditional route where I I started from the product. I was looking, you know, from in AliExpress. I was looking at Amazon, and um, yeah, I was just thinking uh, like wh which product I would like to sell. And I feel like it's it's um, not the best route, you know, because like. Um, you don't have any any thinking process to go through, um, and uh, you're just trying to select the, select the products based on your kind of what you feel like would sell the best, or um, you feel like it's cool 
or yeah, every person is different. Um, But yeah, I started reading some books and I I found out there is a a, a different kind of way how you can approach this. And I feel like it's, 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 um, it's, it's solved me a lot of issues. Um, So basically the idea is to go from the, um, uh, like Gary Vee likes to say it, reverse engineering. So that's kind of, the way you can go about it yeah basically you're just rebuilding everything from scratch yeah so basically the first thing uh you want to go um from is uh thinking about the audience you want to sell in and like i'm talking more from my own um advertising experience um i had many different clients and different products that i sold and i noticed that for me personally i really like selling products to the girls just because um, I, I even like, you know, co- writing copy for girls because I know that girls are more, you know, taking decisions based on their emotions. And, and I just really like this aspect. Yeah. So right now your girlfriend is going to be mad on you. But uh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. But uh, yeah, like uh, it's a good point because, you know, a lot of people in the market, they just um, try to start not from the actual audience, but on the product side in your case you just you know uh, reverse engineered everything and you just started from the audience because you just understood from your marketing experience that it's uh, um, the most important part right yeah yeah that's correct because like when you you know start scaling uh, the business um, then you need to have the right cogs uh, for the products uh, if you want to have really good brand, you also need to have a lot of repeat customers because that's really helping when you start scaling it. And also like satisfying the customers is like the key thing for the e-commerce business. Yeah. And and also like personally, you you, you want to feel good about selling something. And if you, you know, selling to someone that you don't really are have any interest at all, like in that audience, that's going to be hard as, you know, the founder and the CEO just to kind of push yourself uh, to sell that stuff. Um, so that's why I really like, you know, start um, by just writing, you know, answers to your questions like first, like what kind of audience are you into? So there's multiple ways how you can find it out. So in my uh, way, it was basically based on the experience that I had in the uh, working with the other clients and I, I saw that you know f- for me I, I really enjoyed working for more feminine products and I knew that you know for me the audience is going to be girls the younger ones you know from like 18 to let's say 40 um, and that's kind of my range. But it was just because you just understood that audience I mean like you just had experience you know understanding their language and uh, how those girls they, they just react to things in overall where they hang out and all that or it was just like that you were interested in that audience you understood that it's a main audience uh that's buying in in uh, you know from facebook ads and they are into emotions yeah what was the you know uh, decision behind it i feel like uh i just really like um looking at um the whole design of those uh, brands that sell more feminine products, I feel like uh, I'm more pulled towards that kind of design and the look and the feel and the motions. Uh, I actually really enjoyed watching uh, 
Shane Dawson uh, video with uh, Jeffree Star. So maybe yeah. some of the people, it, it will be quite funny for me to watch it. But uh, they were, um, that doc- documentary, they were creating um, makeup. And I really enjoy watching it and, and seeing, you know, how you can create uh, like a masterpiece and, you know, and then sell it uh, millions and millions of dollars. Um, so, yeah, it just was uh, very clear to me where I am, um, you know, what kind of design and what kind of um, products I was really enjoying working in. And also the, the whole audience for me, it was... Uh, in my eyes, it's much easier to work with because um, they just, I feel like, share more information. It's just easier to communicate. Yeah. Of course, they have certain negative points, but uh, yeah, I just, uh, from the very beginning, I was always pulled into that direction. Um, and like, even, you know, before I even started the, um, you know, hold up my own e commerce, I, uh, I knew that. At some point, I will be selling some sort of feminine products for sure. Yeah, and it's a good mindset you have. Like, it's it's completely on point because, you know, like uh, these days, if you understand your audience, like you are not into their language and overall uh, the mindset and everything in between, then you just simply won't be successful because these days you it's all about, you know, like uh, organic content. It's all about, you know, being in the communities, uh, you know, those people, they just need to understand, they want to understand everything what's behind, the, um, you know, the project and overall brand. And, uh, if you are selling, but you don't understand them and how they react to things and how to present them, you know, things, uh, you simply won't be successful. So and in yeah. your case, it's uh, completely on point. Uh, you just, you know, took the audience, that you want to be uh, into, uh, you understood it, and uh, and yeah, but like maybe you can. Um, you we, right now we are just covering, you know, like uh, how you got into that, uh, what points uh, let you understand the audience, but uh, let's say you know, let's pick uh, me as an example. Like I'm not into, you know, um, I'm not into an audience. Let's say I'm not, you know, about I'm I'm not sure about where they're hanging out, uh, what type of objections they might have in their head, how they are speaking, you know, how they're reacting to things. So maybe you can just uh, quickly walk me through on how to actually understand the main points while, you know, not, not only for the marketing part, but mm-hmm. more or less for the product part when you are actually, you know, looking for the product. Uh, do you mean like uh, to understand more about the audience you would want to yeah. be in? Yeah. Um, so it's very, you know, it's very uh, different for each person. Um, and that's where I want also to expand is just, I would, you know, start by asking loads of questions to you. Like, you know, maybe you had some sort of hobbies um, or you have some sort of hobbies that you re- really enjoy uh, doing. Um, so maybe that could be one of the ways how we can find out like which audience you would like to sell. Maybe you are into yoga or you would into like wakeboarding sports, you know, uh, maybe that could be one of the kind of ways uh, how you can find out your audience. Okay, but like in your point of view, and uh, overall in your experience, like let's say I'm into wakeboarding, I'm, you know, into 
that type of niche and into that type of product and the audience overall. And uh, how you would say, you know, how would uh, you measure the success as an example, how to um, put everything in one place? Like just, you know, as an example, I'm into things that are not, you know, they don't have uh, the lifetime value. They don't have, uh, you know, some kind of a big audience. Mm -hmm. So in your opinion, like which area of um, your hobby is uh, more important? Is it like, you know, to have um, the technical fundamentals of, uh, you know, the product that it should have, you know, lifetime values and pretty big audience and all that? Or it's, you know, that you just have that hobby in place or yeah. you should just combine those two things in one place just to have everything. I feel like uh, having all the, you know, technical things in the product is very important because like you can create a brand, you can create the products, you can sell it. But then if it doesn't make sense in the long term, like you cannot truly like scale it really far or it's 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 the business is not going to be um that scalable uh, or the cogs let's say is super expensive yeah um or the product cost is um uh very low let's say um there's so many different things um but uh, you can definitely make it uh but it would be way hard uh, uh, harder to do it um so um that's why you need that's why you need to like like just um uh measure you know what's for you it's it's more important like let's say you don't have uh, that much experience do you want to start with a product that's going to be super hard uh to scale it or, or you i want uh, to have the easiest easier kind of route yeah uh, but with the audience uh, in the beginning uh, like the f the f first thing you shouldn't be you know very specific with it um what i meant was just like you want to sell to men or to women first of all like for for you like what do you prefer selling women or yeah, men? so i would say uh women in my opinion okay so do you want to sell um to the younger audience or to the older audience i would say i'm more into older audience uh, from my background uh, but in this case let's pick uh, the younger audience because it's just like you know yeah uh, the thing the TikTok and you know all those trends so that's it you know you ha you have women and the younger audience now you have uh filtered down loads of loads of different products um and my kind of way to um now selecting the product would be start looking at uh what kind of problems uh these girls um basically have uh so uh they have loads of beauty product uh problems uh then you know they have loads of lifestyle problems um what other problems they could have uh, like um in your case in your opinion like um let's say you are into problem solving products yeah or you could also be into the project uh that just have has that you know high emotional uh statement product you know like some kind of a jewelry yeah, yeah. trendy one like uh, which one is better in, in your case uh i feel like uh to sell uh for me it's easier to have a very very clear kind of problem solution i feel like for social media like for facebook let's say it's easier to sell in my eyes um a product that has certain problem solution 
let's say for TikTok, uh, it I feel like it would be easier to to sell a really cool jewelry or some some sort of like cool product that you know looks cool on yeah um, on just screen. Um, so that's also the question you want to answer, like whether you want to go with the very kind of problem solving uh, pro- uh, product or you want to sell some sort of accessory uh, for that audience. So that's, yeah, also would be a question uh, that we would need to answer. Let's say we are into problem solving products, you know, like um, now I believe, uh, you know, the following step would be just to choose the actual category because we know uh, that as an example, Right now, as we, ha- we just have the audience, we have, uh, you know, uh, young audience uh, versus old, we pick young, and now we have, uh, you know, the problem. So how right now, I believe we should just dive deep into how to actually choose the category. Yeah. Because it's uh, basically, it's going to be one of the most important parts. It's going to be, you know, uh, the thing that you are going to work on for another like you know two three four years and uh, you know if you pick the wrong one i believe it doesn't matter if you have you know the right uh, gender the right uh, age or whatever uh, it's going to be uh, the decision maker yeah i would say so so yeah, yeah just just want to quickly conclude everything before we go yeah, to for sure um uh, actual research so for the audience um whoever going to do uh, their first or you know the second third e-commerce so the plan would be first to think uh, what kind of audience they want to go with so uh, why either it's going to be men or women or that can be both as well um, whatever you prefer based on your experience or your likes uh, then think about what you want to sell to a younger one or the older one then do you want to sell the product that has a certain problem solution or it should be more uh you know uh like a- appealing to the screen like you know accessory uh, or some sort of other cool you know products just keep in mind that uh, if you select uh, the accessory uh, i feel like it would be um, a bit harder in my eyes to sell it than problem solution because like even from a copy perspective and um and and uh, from a marketing perspective, I feel like it's a bit easier to justify the cost and the need for the problem solution product just because like you can really go deep into like why this guy or girl needs uh, the product. So that's like the first things uh, you need to, um, to, to answer. You can do a bit more research and ask even more questions about yourself. And that would be basically the first step you want to do. Yeah, so uh, let's then go into the research. Um, so there is different ways, definitely, how to do, how to do the research. You can go through YouTube, you can go to Google, uh, Reddit, Amazon, basically anywhere where is the the products and the, where is discussions going on. But the main goal uh, for you is to understand um, the problems, basically, that uh, the girls have. Yeah, so because you just start by problems and then you just narrow down uh, by the problem. But like my question here right now, as an example, you know, when you are a business owner, uh, you definitely have that mess in your head. You definitely have that, you know, um, 
a lot of different sounds going on and like how to actually you know uh pick the right one how you would uh pick the problem in all that mess that we have right now in the market yeah um that's a, also a good question but what a very di uh, very difficult one uh because like i feel like there's uh no uh at least i don't know any um specific way to like uh somehow measure you know if this category is good um the way i did it was based on my inner feeling like okay i picked this product i started going deeper into the research which we're going to explain a bit later yeah uh just seeing you know if um all the back you know back end and all the numbers looks good um and then you know you decide finally if this right product but initially the first th step where you like start researching through the products you don't know yet what are the cogs or how to sell it you know if, if it has any repeat customers i feel like it just it should come from you i feel like this is a very creative process yeah at least it was for me you know i was just researching i was looking at different uh, girls problems uh, i was looking at those you know products like what are the competition and then uh, i initially felt like okay maybe i would want to work with you know this specific pro uh, product and um yeah, yeah like i believe it goes you know in the same line when you understand when you actually understand the audience which was you know our first part of this research uh then you will definitely understand what problems they face so you know you just take out those problems and then uh, you just uh, pick the right one. But right now, let's just continue um, with picking the actual category of, of, of the products and the problem. Yeah, so uh, I really like going through uh, Reddit because uh, in the Reddit, you will find uh, loads of different kind of uh, topics going on. So um, yeah, so the, there was no prep before you know this pr uh, podcast. So. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to be uh, doing a raw kind of research. So yeah, I typed girls. I'm just looking at if there is anything. Um, so one of the biggest kind of uh, categories, so we can also like Google. Um, um, I'm not truly sure like what kind of uh, would be the right keyword to find out uh, a girl's problems, but like... Yeah, you can just, you know, like maybe type something like... Um top five uh, problems that women face or something like that top five problems that women face usually uh when i was trying to research you know this kind of thing um it's usually uh, not anything to do with uh, the um, the e-commerce it's yeah, more for yeah, like yeah. uh lifestyle you know like yeah Bunch well, of like uh, I see in the top uh, in the Google suggestions, a uh, pretty good one actually, which is like um, position of power. And these days, women they just need to you know feel that one. And uh, if you try to, as an example, even if it's not a directly into e-commerce, but at the same time, then you can just you know uh, dive deep into the type of problem and how they want to feel. And then you can try to, you know, uh, find the right category that could be a fit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So basically, we can start with Google just to researching like what kind of problems your audience have. So now it's just like very hard to like think of kind of a right keyword to do. 
Uh, I remember when I was doing it, I, I needed at least like one or a few hours to basically just understand what kind of issues they had. But we can actually go into Reddit and let's say, uh, we know that there's a lot of issues in the skincare, like girls really take care, take care of their skincare. So we can start basically by, yeah, just opening a few of the uh, skincare um, um like channels. you are trying um, because like from my experience i i just heard some stories you know when uh when people they are just trying to find the problem that hurts so much that you just need you know the right marketing positioning and uh you know the product in front of their face and that's enough so you are trying to find you know those general topics like uh just you know some kylie problem or very specific uh, problem that really hurts. You yeah. Know, some kind of, you know, um, acne problem or, you know, what, what type of, uh, how big uh, your problem should be. Yeah, so th- uh, for this one, it should be very, like, general. Like, you're, you just want to know in what areas uh, they are facing the problems. Because then, let's say you know that they're facing a lot of issues and problems and, and frustrations, let's say, in skincare then you know that you can go into Reddit and just open a few uh, channels in Reddit and start reading more deep into that. You can also like go on YouTube and let's say open um, uh, top skin care problems. Uh, and you can see, you know, top 10 most common skincare issues, uh, yeah. dark cir- circles, dry skin, dull skin, when even skin tones, wrinkles, aging, uh, skin. Um, so basically now you have loads of different topics you could go into uh, and see what kind of, uh, you know, problems you could solve. Then you can see, you know, um, uh, top skincare uh, brands and you can see what's been doing quite good, you know, and then go into those brands and see what kind of issues and problem solutions they are offering. Um, and then start writing down like uh, what you like about them. Um, uh, maybe we'll find some some certain product that you feel like, oh, this is really good and you can start researching more about it. Also a very important thing about um, the going through the brands is to look how the difference, uh, what are the difference between them? Like how they are unique? Because like, if you go into the very generic um, kind of route, which is skincare, maybe not very generic, but I mean, a very competitive one, you cannot just launch uh, another kind of uh, skincare brand where you sell a mask or, you know, yeah, with the Cleanser. same logo, with the same colors, yeah. and everything the same. Yeah, yeah. basically, you, you need to look at this with some sort of. You need to start actively thinking about how different you're going to be. Yeah, actually, like I heard um, the strategy of Blue Ocean, on which like you are just uh, trying to find the audience, and then you are looking for a problem and the product. Uh, and once you have, uh, you know, some kind of a problem, uh, you have, you know, some brands that are already solving that problem in the blue ocean, you're just trying to fill, uh, some kind of, you know, feature or benefit or whatever, uh, just to, you know, stand out from the competition. Yeah. And then what happens, you know, like 
the CPMs, the you know CTRs doesn't matter for you. You just have completely unique product. Uh, in other words, Blue Ocean, and uh, you know it's just like completely unique. It solves some kind of you know specific um, problem or it add up some specific feature yeah. that no one had. So that that thing about Blue Ocean, and I believe it's also pretty good uh, strategy to to be in, especially these days with the high CPMs and all that. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's quite an important thing. Like if you go to you know. Uh, to like skincare or just you know top kind of categories there where are like the biggest you know e-commerce brands um, this is very important just to like uh, maybe you will be able to sell um, with a good, good ROI with really good ads but I feel like once you will need to start scaling you will, be, will, will just start having more and more issues because you don't have any good like unique selling, uh, selling points uh, people just have a lot of kind of competition to choose from. And if you have anything unique about it, so let's say I remember there was one brand that I just recently saw. So CBD is kind of popping right now. Like yeah. it's it's getting more and more popular. So one brand I saw started doing um, um, basically acne products, which is very common as well. Yeah. But they just added CBD. So something different than... Uh, other brands do yeah um and you know it's a bit hard sell because of the regulations and all of it but it's it's a unique selling point um and they're doing quite good you know and all the brand is based on kind of cbd kind of uh, vibe not just like about the um the whole yeah, CBD, like but the- like they're you know using uh, like uh, green colors and just like um very calm kind of designs and all of it so it's it's very interesting to see like focused yeah yeah so you can just simply by adding a certain ingredient that is you know kind of popular just to uh differentiate yourself from the competition well like uh in your opinion like as an example the cbd of course it's going to be for your long term but let's say uh let's pick some other example but and at the end of the day my question is like how to actually understand the trends that are going to stay for you long term and those uh which are you know just like simply for another one or two years and then Mm -hmm. they just going to die out because if you are positioning your product on the specific feature on a specific trend it means that you are basically going all in into that so how to actually not you know uh, get burned from from that type of Thing. I feel like it's it's uh, quite hard to like know um, if the trend like let's say um, if it's some sort of like uh, a unique sell- your unique selling point is some sort of problem solution and like the only question you can ask yourself is if you know in ten years people will need the the solution to this problem and if the answer is yes then probably you are on the right track but like let's say CBD definitely is not not going to be uh, the trend uh, forever um, but then you know if it's trending right now and you know that you know this kind of uh, ingredient is going to be quite trending for the next two three four years you can use that to uh, to basically create a brand on that but then actively uh, want to have resources to start uh, creating new products that yeah. will de- uh, have some sort of unique selling points uh, you can start with the you know CBD kind of uh, skincare, 
and then you know start selling let's say um skincare with something else or even uh, go and offer i don't know makeup or whatever but you know whenever you have a product with some sort of unique selling point that differentiates yourself from the uh, all the competition uh, it will definitely help you uh, in that kind of top of the funnel acquiring yeah. those customers yeah and at some point then you can just you know create some kind of a um maybe even another brand like i've seen you know companies they are just quoting one specific brand and then they just share the pixel share the data and all that yeah. and they're they're just kickstarting another one but um my question regarding the category of the product and overall the problem of um that you're choosing is like how to understand you know that you are not going to the market that is already solved into the problem that is already solved and most importantly into the audience that are over overwhelmed by that type of uh you know solution especially when you're in your skincare because you know um i've seen uh that uh you know habit in the women audience that they just pick one brand if it works and they're going to use that forever so like how to understand that you are not stepping into the problem and overall category and uh, the product that is just simply already burned out and uh, there are no longer uh, anything more to offer. Um, I feel like, um, like let's say with skincare, it's super competitive space. So you already know that uh, it's not like burnt out, but it's it will be hard to yeah, it's hard. be uh, to basically start and then scale the brand. It's going to be quite hard just because how competitive the space is. So you from right from the gate, you already know we can actually check, you know, how many searches there are about, you know, these uh, issues or about these problems on Google, on Google Trends. We can see what kind of uh, how many competitors there are, how big are the competitors. So just to have a quite good understanding about the whole competition and yeah. how big is the industry, you can actually even Google how big is skincare industry. But I feel like you shouldn't be afraid going into um, the space uh, just because there are competition. I feel like um, you just need to be creative uh, with the unique selling points. You know, it could be even like different design or um, creative. Yeah, just a different kind of approach to the pro problem. Maybe you can even like let's say offer any info products or any educational products, or uh, you can just um, offer any different ingredients. It just this is a very creative process. I feel like you yeah, can just yeah. uh, go to do research and see how other companies are differentiating themselves. Um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't say that you should you know look specifically for the products that you know there is no way you can start. Um, so sorry, where you can actually go and it would be an easy competition. Um, you, if you want to have less competition, you can go select let's say skincare but then go into very small countries or be very local you know yeah. and not start with us or you know uk so maybe that would be the easier route but yeah i feel like it shouldn't be stopping you from uh, uh selecting the product or that category yeah i believe the good example is like uh philip already now uh, watch uh you know niche because they just uh took um in the fashion in overall apparel i would say it's 
pretty big one you know there are a lot of different brands in the industry but they just uh picked very good approach i would say not even from the product side it's more or less from the actual approach and from the angle that they are stepping in yeah. uh, into the market so yeah it's i believe it's a perfect example of what we are covering right now yeah but they actually uh, had quite good uh, unique selling point which was uh, a cheaper um a cheaper uh, watch uh, that is designed uh, as a premium and it looks premium and it feels premium yeah, but yeah. with a good cost and the idea is just you know they have a different kind of manufacturing um, system that they have than you know the old traditional kind of watch brands yeah, um, yeah. so that's the, that was their kind of unique selling point um so but, yeah but like you can take that as an example because as an example you take the skincare you take I don't know, on aging, and then you are taking that as the angle to differentiate yourself from the others. You know what I mean? Like just simply, you know, uh, putting some kind of a value proposition as a unique selling point or, you know, uh, yeah. just simply... The other way would be uh, to maybe not create a certain unique selling point, but have less competition would be to specifically target um a very kind of specific audience so let's say you want to do acne or some sort of other products um you can go let's say acne only for the older women or yeah. only for you know this kind of age women or, or moms yeah for moms let's say because like when i started doing the kind of beauty brand i understood like how different for for like if you want to really create a really good product you want to create very personalized products uh, because like for the older um, people, you'll need uh, a certain kind of ingredients and it, it should be a bit different uh, formula to maximize uh, the result. Then for the other audience, it should be a bit different. Like, you know, let's say you have acne. So you have uh, some of the girls have very dry skin. Some of them have re really oily skin. So for the oily skin, there's one kind of treatment. And for the dry skin, there's another uh, kind of treatment. So you can even start digging more into specific kind of uh, audience. So niche inside a niche inside a niche. Um, but um, yeah. the question is how not to, you know, dive deep so much that you won't be able to, you know, scale that brand to, uh, you know, let's say one, two mil month revenue. Because... At some point, if you dig so deep and you pick very specific, you know, problem, very specific audience yeah. that is like, you know, very limited, at some point your brand overall, your solution is just going to be built on, you know, um, how many products do they need per month yeah. and uh, like how, what, what is their reputation? Basically? Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense, you know. Yeah. But uh, the whole idea just when starting a brand is to make the easiest kind of um, grounds for yourself to start. Because like, okay, let's say you start a skincare brand only for girls that have dry skin and it's you know more for younger girls. Yeah. So you are now filtering down, let's say, the whole audience is hundred uh, percent that you can access. Um, so when you filter down, there is only out of those hundred percent you can access only twenty percent. Um, so you basically start your brand by accessing that twenty percent 
once you start, you can, you know, start, you know, understanding what kind of, uh, how, how to basically advertise, what kind of video ads, image ads you want to use, what kind of copies you want to use, how the website should look like, uh, basically start optimizing it, putting really good grounds, also uh, working with your manufacturer, because that's also, um, is very important to have really good relationships with your manufacturers. Yeah. And then once you scale a bit, you can start thinking about, okay, I know that, you know, this audience is very limited. Um, I can only do, let's say, 200K or 500K or 1 million in a month in revenue, but I want to have more space. Um, so, okay, let's create another product. Uh, you already have researches, yeah. researches to do. Um, and you create a product that is more or less for more general audience. Maybe you can... You know, based on the research I did from for the original product, maybe we can now create some sort of very unique selling point, because once you you know, in that audience and you're working with that audience for like let's say six months, um, you you'll have so much information about it, um, and you'll have the audience where you can go and ask, uh, let's say, uh, if it's smart to do kind of product this way, because you can do, um, um basically just send in emails with a bunch of questions and then, you know, ask those customers to answer those questions. Yeah. And, you know, th- they can help you to create a second product. And that that product could be, you know, more for general audience, more for the girls, the younger girls. And then you have the access, uh, the ability to access that 80% uh, of the audience that was left behind the door. Um, so yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah, the the idea here is just to like to set the best grounds for yourself, uh, so it would be very easy to sell basically, um, and just minimize also the com- competition. Imagine like what are the competition in the acne space for younger girls for those who have dry skin, like you'll minimize the competition yeah. as well for the very competitive space. Okay, anyways, uh, let's just uh, deep dive right now into things for anyone listening on Spotify. Uh, right now, we're just going to share the screen, Domantas, and uh, we are going to show um, all the nitty-gritty things uh, on, uh, you know, like Reddit, Amazon, all those parts. So if you want to see our screen and how it all looks in, in action, in practice, just go to our YouTube channel called Candy Agency and you will find all the information and all the screen sharing and all that. So, but anyways, Domantas, let's, let's continue uh, with uh, the Reddit research uh, because I believe uh, that's, you know, not, not every even marketer knows how to use that tool in the proper way. So just walk us through on how you are actually using Reddit to do your research and to understand all yeah. those things that we just covered. Yeah, so basically, um, uh, I feel like a, a lot of people know what's Reddit, but uh, even I, before you know, doing research, since we are living in Europe, in Europe, Reddit is not that popular. Um, so, but there is so much information inside the, the Reddit you can use. Um, so, I would recommend by basically by just starting reading, uh, you know, some of the. Um, things that people write about um, and I just let's say this is a skincare addiction so we're researching about the skincare issues uh, so we can you know see what's been trending I just have a question like yeah. uh, 
at what type of uh, you know um, Reddit you are looking? I mean, like from the community <coughs> size, from uh, let's say even if we're if we are looking at you know top trendy topics, at you know how many comments you are looking for, like all the ne- you know technical uh, part of the Reddit. Yeah, no, you know, from your experience, uh, it, I I feel like I, I never actually uh, thought about you know looking at any comments. Uh, for this, I just see what's you know the most trending by ups, um, and then yeah, just see like what people are most interested in. But actually, I even got some great ideas just uh, by looking at very new posts. Okay, my kind of uh, thought process here is to understand more deeper about the problems in the skincare so let's say you can see the acne transformation uh, i can already see that this is a very popular topic um so basically you know i, I just uh, i'm just reading and i'm looking for problems uh basically uh, that we could solve solve um so yeah um yeah, you just read it. We definitely want to spend a lot of time re- uh, researching. Then, yeah, for now uh, we're just you know like taking uh, the whole point of view how to yeah. do those things. But in the practice, in your reality, I believe uh, one week uh, is enough to for for the Reddit. We should be spending uh, way more. Yeah, just uh, for not only for Reddit, just to answer all the questions. I feel yeah, like uh, people sure. definitely should spend a bit. Um, time for doing all the research and making sure that everything is you know on point so then you know i would also like seeing the related uh, community so that helps you to go uh even deeper um so let's say you can see already here is acne uh, then there's skincare then is 30 plus skincare which is very inter- interesting uh euro skin um the ordinary skin skincare so that's uh it's very big brand yeah this is quite a big brand. Then it's also uh, a problem that's uh, very hard to pronounce. Um, and so this is basically a guy showing his uh, transformation, basically. And what I'm looking, you know, just more kind of inside info about, um, you know, uh, the whole category and what kind of problems I could solve. So what kind of uh, like what kind of issues they're de- dealing day to day, what kind of side effects they're experiencing, uh, like maybe you know some sort of side effect that most of the popular products have, or kind of you know um, bad thing that they give as well by solving some sort of issue. Maybe I could create something better uh, than most of the popular products have. So basically, I just go so. Um, so it's okay. Oh, I just opened for any anything and everything having to deal with skin. Um, let's see if we can find anything uh, good. So okay, shaving is one of the things uh, girls do as well. Maybe there there are some issues. Yeah, acne, aging. Okay, you can see a lot of good things. So you can already see a bunch of issues uh, that girls are dealing with. So let's say stretch marks. This is kind of big. And then here you can see, um, let's see what uh, it shows us. Okay, so here, look, uh, here are, I feel like, yeah, that's uh, like a solutions uh, that uh, 
is offering, uh, what kind of, yeah, basically what kind of solutions uh, it's offering for um, the for this problem to solve. So, but it's really good. So let's say I want to know more about stretch marks. Let's say let's see if we can find anything uh, for the stretch marks. So this is very small community. See, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. We need to shut this down. This is definitely not the topic one to go into. This is um, I see people are very um, open about it. Yeah, but it's good. It's yeah, good to have that kind yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> so you can maybe go um, and do your own research for the stretch marks. I feel like it's quite interesting topic. Let's see, maybe there's uh, some good products. Um, but maybe not for the podcast. Um, um, yeah, I, I actually know the brand. I'm not able to share. They're making around 100k daily revenue on that type of product. Yeah, see. Um, so there's definitely a lot of kind of uh, problems. Uh, sorry, uh, products uh, that could be uh, solved here. Um, but this is quite, I would say, small um, comparing to like skincare. Um, and you can see already here, there's a pregnant woman. So probably one of the uh, areas you could, you know, try to dig more into is, let's say, a pregnant woman who yeah, doesn't want to have... Big. It's big audience. Yeah, yeah. So basically, you know, this is very niche kind of audience you would want to go. Um, and uh, I feel like there is a lot of space to create and there's a lot of problems. So this could be one of the ways uh, and one of the categories you could go into. Um, so, but yeah, let's maybe select a bit different topic rather than stretch We have more. shaving. Yeah, we, let's see shaving. Um, so again, uh, there is, you know, a bunch of... Yeah, like you have face, you have body, yeah. all different areas. Then in those areas, you have another like 100 things. Bleeding, Bleeding. when shaving, yeah. okay. So yeah, shaving, maybe shaving. Uh, I wanna go and find shaving girl, shaving for girls. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure if we will be able to find it quite quickly. Um, yeah, we actually have um, pre-trending product these days for uh, shaving for, for men. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, I can't remember the brand. Uh, Dollar Shave Club. Uh, Dollar Shave Club, but another one, the gadget. Um, for ma yeah, man, Manscape. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. So that's also like Manscape is also very niche. Uh, yeah. uh Also like a very good product. Um. So yeah, you can start you know seeing you know kind of issues like shaving spots of bleeding on legs after shaving. So maybe. Also, another category would be uh, shaving uh, cream for them, which I'm not sure if it's going to be that good product to go in because it's quite cheap. But maybe some but people like, will. Uh, you know, like it's pretty. It's it, yeah, it's cheap, uh, low AOV. But at the same time, we still have you know, at least from my point of view right now, without the research and all that. I feel like, you know, uh, we don't have some kind of a unique approach to the shaving cream. They're pretty much all the same. You are just going to the simple, you know, um, 
market and just buying you know your shaving cream yeah at least for for me uh so if you find that type of you know behavior of people that they are doing it's still a thing you can change with your product yeah and uh, i know that for some girls uh when they shave let's say legs um uh, after one or few days it becomes very itchy yeah uh, so maybe that could be also like one of the products you can sell is basically um like stop itch kind of uh, pro- product after shave or maybe like um sh- after shave kind of lotion that you know really yeah, holds yeah. on and then uh, you can try to uh, to look for and the reddit um yeah but i feel like you know these kind of um answers you can only find when you spend one to two hours at least going through reddit and then opening all of those kind of you know these you know topics and then reading yeah. all of it and then basically just selecting and and trying to understand more about what kind of issues they have in in skincare than in in shaving and then shaving legs let's say and then you can also go in google or on youtube youtube is actually very good with very specific issues we can actually try um and see if we can have anything um and just understand more about shaving yeah also pretty similar space is um facebook groups or girls and yeah just start you know kind of uh, uh watching uh the videos um and and then seeing what kind of they will definitely like it will be out of context basically saying oh you know uh, there is this issue then this issue and just yeah doing your research uh and then going deeper into the issue but you know this process the first step of this process is basically as we showed going from uh understanding the problems that's happening in the woman's space then going a bit more deeper which we selected skincare and now we are shaving which is very specific and then shaving we selected like legs uh which is also like super specific and now you already know okay we can offer some sort of pro uh, products to shaving and what kind of what kind of product that could be so this is like you know that's the process we want to show yeah uh, but i feel like the the easiest way would be to start um with acne just because how, how many of you know products there are and um it will be the easiest way to show uh the the following kind of um uh situation just yeah. because um for sure yeah it's just um we know uh quite a bit of those, those products and the cogs and all of it um so let's say you selected acne and you want to solve acne issue for um the the girls for the younger ones so when you selected a category and um the products so you know for acne yeah that would be like some sort of like problem solution so when you selected that um so you can start now by looking at Amazon or any other kind of. Um, uh, Are you looking into the Alibaba and all those things, or it's like after you pick the product? Um, you can actually look at Alibaba. I feel like the, the best kind of, for me, uh, the best um, ideas uh, and just understanding more about the industry comes from um uh, looking at amazon alibaba is more for the manufacturers you can yeah. look at aliexpress but still like 
I feel like the best space to look about uh, for the different products is is Amazon, and then also looking at um, the competitors, uh, basically in the space uh, that are quite big. Um, and you can see, like, okay, Amazon first of all is uh, concentrating more for the cheaper products, so you you cannot think that you know this price is going to be on your yeah, for sure. e-commerce. Uh, that's definitely not true. Um, but you can start looking at different kind of solutions. Um, yeah, just to understand what is happening. In, yeah, in, in the, the space. Market. Yeah. So yeah, you can start by looking at it. And then thinking about what kind of solutions you could offer. So, you know, this thing, this is like a drop shipping thing. Yeah. But the price point is really good. Uh, so we can even look at this. Let's say, um, yeah. Yeah. And basically just start looking what kind of best solutions that are offered in this space. Uh, from my own experience, um, and that's basically good. We are going more deeper into uh understanding if the product is right and what kind of yeah, products yeah. we want to choose. So the AOV is very important, especially now for Facebook when CPMs are increasing. Um, the CPA is also increasing. And yeah, it's, for sure. Um, Maybe you can be more specific, like at what range we are looking at right now. Um, I would say that ideally I would want to sell it for, let's say, Acne or for Beauty. I would want to sell my top of the funnel product for 80 to 100 or even over 100 dollars uh, for the product or you can also do you know some kind of bundles and what yeah. area you would pick yeah so basically uh i would probably do a bundle um and just bundle up some of the products so you can start by basically adding this mask uh, yeah so you just need to know like what kind of what what is this best solution um is yeah, you can just look like and uh, frequently Boston Gear and Amazon try uh, to look from there. Yeah, or actually by looking uh, top Acne brands. Let's see uh, what we can find. Um, let's see just what we can find actually. Because like what is selling in uh, the industry um i believe you can you can just add up e-commerce uh e-commerce brands just for the better yeah let's add it um top e-commerce let's see what we can find um and let's see what they are selling uh but most of them is going to be selling um uh, the bundles if you want to be profitable at the um, at the top of the funnel if you can afford not being profitable you can sell just one product but um, then i believe you need some kind of backup plan for you know subscription maybe maybe you know back-end offers and all that sure yeah yeah but that's you know uh there is different kind of um yeah i don't see anything here um there's different kind of ways to um uh define like to approach a situation maybe you have investment or you have your own money or you have a very kind of uh, interesting strategy going on because like once you have a customer you can sell to that customer multiple times so maybe you have a genius plan to you know lose money in the beginning but then earn at the end or maybe you have just a genius plan of losing money yeah. all the time and yeah. then you're just exiting for 100 mil. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that could be also the way. Just you know, uh, going the brand, uh, growing the brand that kind of way. Uh, so we need to like think about how you want to uh, approach uh, the whole situation. Um, the way I approached was basically building a bundle. Um, so I can actually open the brand I uh, I know um, that are big in, in the um, uh, Acne space. Um, so, and just to show an idea like, like how the bundle looks like. Um, so you could, you know, apply this uh, strategy for uh, the other uh, kind of spaces and just take this as an example. Um, so, so let's say this, you know, this is very expensive one and then you can take, yeah, I believe like for, for even for the back, um, sorry for the bundles, you still need to, you know, measure like, uh, different bundles, like maybe one bundle could be for your top of the funnel. Uh, another one would be uh, as your third, fourth purchase. Another one, maybe uh, it could be, you know, said to be um, a bundle for a second purchase, you know, uh, regarding the price, uh, how it's built, how many products and all that. I believe you simply uh, cannot go all the way into the one bundle and expect, you know, that um, yeah. all people in your funnel are going to buy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So. I feel like that's definitely yeah the case. Um, just you just wanna like uh, leave those things more for later because the as owner and the, as a founder of new e-commerce brand, all you wanna concentrate is basically how you can create the product or get the product, brand it, and then sell it as fast as possible with the highest ROI as possible. Yeah, and then get that good grounds to grow from because. Before you're actually starting the brand until you start selling it, you're losing money. And when you start advertising, probably also you're losing money because it's very hard to get a really good ROI from right from the gate. Yeah. Um, so that's why, you know, it's very important to keep your focus on a very certain thing and just like be very focused on what you want to sell and just not be like, just like kind of very brand driven where like, yeah, I want to, you know, sell to a huge audience already. I want to, you know, compete with big, big brands. Yeah, I want to be Apple. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. That. Yeah. So we just want to start very small, you know, very specific. Um, and like, let's say an example for this one is basically a clear skin kit. So basically they're targeting um, an acne, um, acne kind of um, audience and they bundle it and they name it as a clear skin skin. So basically this is going to solve your issue if you have acne um, and you can justify the cost because you have um, five products in it and all the products is super premium um, and where you know here you're selling just one product for the specific issue so you can add you know those few products bundle up all of them and then increase the cost so it could have quite profitable top of the funnel uh, funnel. Yeah, or maybe your bundle, it could also be, you know, involved with, uh, you know, some gadgets that helps you to use that product, maybe some kind of accessories that you yeah, could uh, sure. put in and all those parts. Yeah, sure. So, you know, we can even try to go with smaller bundles, let, let's say like, you know, this and then add some sort of a plier, you know, they're 
multiple ways how you can apply the uh, the cream and the or the mask. Um, but and then maybe upsell something later down the line. Um, yeah. And yeah, so there is this is a, as I mentioned before, this is a, a creative process, um, and this is just like one way to do it. But there is like hundred different other ways how you can approach and then select uh, the right product and bundle it, bundle it up or use just one product or maybe, you know, use the product and then yeah. have some sort of accessory. At the end of the day, it's still, uh, you know, um, a way to raise your AOE. But let's say we have that AOE in place. What's next? For? Yeah, so basically, you know, so yeah, just to... Uh, put the right action items in place uh, for the product research. So yeah, just go through a ton of different uh, products and and see what are the best solutions that is offering and maybe what kind of what kind of ways you can do to increase that AOV or maybe even like this this one product is like enough to have quite good AOV for yeah. that top of the funnel offer. Once you have it, uh, then you can start digging more uh, for understanding. And more about the product. So first of all, you, you want to know if this product is going to be um, repeat seller. Like this yeah, is like lifetime why, value. Yeah, basically, um, and basically, like you want to have customers that comes and comes and comes again to your brand, um, and that's very important because that what gives you quite stable grounds. When you stop advertising, you still have revenue that you can live off. Um, or something bad happens, or you know you have very low ROI for some sort of, like let's say now in the beginning of summer, Facebook and iOS introduce changes. And basically you need to, some of the brands had quite hard time advertising and selling profitably. And let's say you have quite high retention rate. So, Yes, so you you have lower revenue, but still you have the revenue that you can live off. Or um, you have the subscription in place, and you can just turn off the ads and you know just yeah. sit down and relax. Yeah. For a bit. So that's why I feel like you know yes maybe you can scale the brand and be quite good and profitable with not having a lot of repeat customers. But I feel like uh, I really want to set up. Uh, the brand right from the gate that I know that it's going to be secure and we have the best kind of uh, grounds to go with. Um, so that's first thing. So with Acne or we're talking about any beauty products, skincare, all of them will have um, uh, repeat customer customers. Just because like, let's say for the Acne, you need at least three, four months to use it uh, to see the result. Then uh, you can also offer other skincare products. Then you can, you know, do some sort of subscription. Uh, and may- maybe some of them will like, will really, really like some of the creams or oils to use as their skincare routine. And then they're going to be lifetime, basically, customers. Um, so, you know, that's why you need also when you're selecting the product just to understand that having that high retention rate in place is going to be very important. Um, and that's why um, you need to look uh, for the products and bundles and and, and um, niches that is going to have uh, this thing in place. Yeah, so this is quite an easy thing to um, to find out. Then, yeah. like, then the question, if this category doesn't have any 
like if the product let's say you sell i don't know in the beginning of um uh, covid people were selling uh like small accessories to open door without touching uh, with your hand so okay this is not product where you will have a lot of repeat customers in case in, in fact you won't you won't have any repeat customers even if you do quite good marketing um but then like think about what kind of other complementary products we can offer so we could create that repeat customers so maybe you can have for that code maybe some wipes or some yeah, maybe some sure. soaps or it's not only liquids. about you know the main product yeah yeah it's all about you know maybe you you're selling as you mentioned maybe you're selling some kind of i don't know like um what to pick but the whole idea behind it is to have maybe your main product on top of the funnel is uh the one that doesn't have you know some kind of a uh, repeatability but maybe it has some additional um you know usability to to put on and to offer something that has that in place yeah so yeah for sure you need to get a bit creative with this one as well as the as i mentioned this is a very creative process yeah, for sure. um and there's m- so many ways to do um and create that repeat customer um rate without having a product the original like top of the phone product that's going to have a high repeat customers just by adding those maybe complementary product is going to make your way so yeah just need to be a creative on it and just like yeah just think more deeper into it so once you have and you are sure that this product is going to have a good repeat customers uh, uh just yeah. a quick uh, interruption um at what uh retention rate you are looking at i mean like what what would be your goal for my goal would be to have at least 20 to 30 percent uh repeat customer rate it's the worst case scenario right yeah that's like a baseline a minimum that i want to achieve uh and then go you know up from there but then you know going up from there it's it really depends on the audience and the product to sell uh let's say if it's uh, like a skincare product it's quite easy to with really good marketing and then with good products you can really go to like 50 to 60 percent and even higher for sure um but um some products have quite difficult moments to go to that 20 percent um but i feel like yeah 20 30 percent is like the benchmark when where you want to like that's like the first goal and then let's go further but like that 20 to 30 percent is like uh good yeah but um like okay we have the aov we have the retention rate in place uh but what about the cox i mean yeah. like it's a pretty important part yeah so what uh my rule for cogs is basically is about 20 percent uh, or less uh the the uh, comparing to the selling price basically if uh, uh if i see that the competition um is selling you know the product for um 80 100 um over 100 dollars let's say and they're selling some total bundles or certain products i want to be in that 20 percent um um uh, category uh with the shipping price um so usually it's very hard to do 
uh, when you're just starting out because like if you start talking with the manufacturers usually they can offer you really high price and sometimes it's like two three four five x higher than you could get buying let's say ten thousand of the product rather yeah. than bu- buying hundred products maybe there is maybe there are you know some kind of a uh, work around maybe you know some kind of a grow hack that you could use in, in that type of scenario i mean yeah. like maybe you can start with know just testing out the product with uh you know 100 or maybe even pre-order uh or maybe drop shipping whatever just take a look at how it works and then start you know thinking about it what, what's your uh, yeah idea sure behind it? um there's definitely uh ways to do it um uh, mo- so many of them like i heard people are doing trying to trying to sell the product without even having the product they just yeah. like um, sell it and then refund the, uh, the people money just to see if you know they would buy it I'm not sure if that's the best way to do it um, then what I, I, I the route I took and I feel like it was kind of a cheat um, I basically took a, a product that the, the, uh, the manufacturer was basically already had it and their the formula, um, you know. yeah, the formula, the packaging, the design, um, all of it. Basically, I just took several products and then build, uh, create a bu- created a bundle, yeah. and then name it for a certain issue. And basically, that was my kind of first product. And so I, I didn't need to pay, you know, ten like uh, thousand to five k, you know, for one specific uh, formula. Because that's like approximately how much people uh, manufacturer charge for the formula. Yeah. Um. Um. And I just got the product. I I explained, you know, that I coming from the marketing background, I'm creating my own e-commerce. This is a huge possibility to them yeah, as well. It's like a sales pitch. Yeah. Basically, just need to like sell them your idea. You're going to pay for all of it, but still, still, like manufacturers really want to understand that you are quite big, or there's a lot of potential investing time into you. So basically, yeah, that was my kind of way to do it. So I, I started really quickly, and I got product really quickly, and I got for a really good price, to be honest. Uh, but in most cases, it would be a different story. Um, you will need to pay uh, quite a bit of money for the. Uh, manufacturing creating the product um and basically making the investment right from the gate yeah for sure yeah at, and like at yeah. what number we are looking at i mean like uh we can talk in like uh, i don't know 2x 3x 4x your i mean your retail price and your uh cogs like at, at what numbers you oh. would aim yeah so it really depends on the product but uh Let's say if we are selling some to- some to- some sort of like cream or like a skincare uh, mask uh, or like oil for the you know face, um, you know we can sell it for like twenty thirty dollars. It really depends on the product. Like the price really depends on the product. Yeah. Um, and the cogs should be about twenty percent of that price plus uh, the shipping price. Uh, so. Uh, but it's usually quite hard to get it from right from the gate. So w- how I usually look at it is, is basically when you're talking with the manufacturer. So you want to ask them, like, what is the price going to be if I order 5,000 of these units? Uh, how much is going to be like if I order 10 to 20,000? And if, you know, the for the this product, 
the future is going to be 20% cogs and even less than that, that's a really good start. That's where you want to, you know, that's a, that means you have quite a good future for yeah. it. So you are looking for more or less for a future. Yeah, basically, because it's going to be very hard to find that 20% kind of uh, uh, cogs rule, because like when you start calculating uh, the shipping cost, then, you know, how, how much it makes to, to make the product, uh, then ship it to your fulfillment, then sh- uh, actually then uh, package it, uh, then ship it. And like when you start calculating all those costs, it's going to be very hard to uh, be in that 20% kind of rule. Uh, but you, yeah, just, yeah. So that's why you want to look at kind of the future uh, plans because like once you start scaling, you can, you know, uh, order more products. Uh, you can select a better shipping um, company a better fulfillment company that offers you maybe good quality service, but yeah. also cheaper ones. You're already big, so you just have that leverage. Yeah. So um, so that's why, yeah, that's, that, 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 yeah, basically just need to focus on that uh, 20% COGS rule or, or even less. Now, I see different e-commerce businesses succeed with higher COGS for sure. There's, there's no way that there is like, it's a must to have 20% or less. But uh, I would think that, again, for me, I just want to have the best grounds. Um, and uh, if you have higher cogs, then when you're scaling, uh, usually for when you're advertising on Facebook, on TikTok, whatever, when you start scaling, the ROI goes down. Yeah. Um, and then at some point, you're going to be on the break-even level on the high scale. So just want to have as much space as possible to make profit um, and not go to, you know, uh, minus. And at what, like, let's say we are calculating the break-even ROI. So what, like, number you would aim for all the, you know, your expenses you have with the brand? Let's say you are are running the ads, you don't have any kind of agency doing it. So with, like, the product, the fulfillment, uh, the packaging... You know, uh, and all that. What would be the number, the break-even ROI uh, that you would aim for? Um, this is yeah, quite simple. Uh, transfer is basically the the lowest as possible. Um, but uh, I feel like for me, it it was about one point four, one point three uh, at this kind of level. I was breaking even, which is I feel like was kind of good because like. You know, uh, my cogs was uh, like low, you know, and then I I got quite good uh, shipping partners, and they offered me really good prices, yeah. and that's why I had from right from the gate I had really low break even. But uh, if you can even push further, like let's say your break even is like one point one, I feel like it's super super hard to do because like imagine how much products should cost and all yeah. the shipping. But with a scale, I feel like you can optimize the shipping, the cogs, and all the other things uh, to make um, it low. And when I calculate the cogs and the break-even, I'm not including uh, my costs or you know, or the kind of internal costs, which maybe I should do actually. When you just mentioned it, yeah. uh, I'm mainly calculating um, the product costs. The shipping cost, so that includes shipping to the customer and uh, uh, shipping to the f- fulfillment center, um, basically. And um, yeah, so 
But like, um, okay, so let, let's say we have, you know, um, the product and the cogs in place. Um, we look that, you know, look upcoming like one year, we'll have it at around, I would say 1.2, 1.3x break even. But um, like, are you looking into the fact that, um, is it hard to actually create and get that product or it's easy? Like, I mean, in terms of, you know, manufacturers and uh, overall the price, mm -hmm. uh, maybe you, you need to deal with, uh, you know, China and which these days it's pretty hard to deal with. Maybe you need to deal with like some kind of little local, you know, um, manufacturer. So like um, my question at the end of the day is like, are you looking for uh, that, you know, how hard it is to create and overall get that product in the warehouse? Uh, you are talking mainly about is it hard actually to create that product, right? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, is it a place you are measuring um, the product for? I mean, like, as an example, if you find, let's say, some kind of a, um, I don't know, high-end uh, skincare product, yeah, but it's hard to actually manufacture and get that in your uh, U.S. warehouse that you won't need that. Or maybe you or you found uh, maybe not so high-end, maybe even uh, less, you know, less better uh, offer and product <laughs> overall, yeah. but it's easy to get, then you're going to go with it. So my question at the end of the day is like, uh, at what, you know, area you're, you're looking for in terms of how hard it is? Um, I feel like, uh, you know, it's it also like it depends uh, how much work you we want to put in because like if it's a very specific product or it offers quite incredible solution or um there's like huge issue but there's no many brands that actually had a real very good solution to the product then i feel like you will need to do a ton of research invest ton of money to create that product so then it depends you know the harder the product is going to be uh, to create the more money and time you, I feel like you will need to put in. Um, so it then it depends on you, like how much resources resources do you have, um, and can you know put it into this project. So I, I would definitely go with the e easier kind of product that has good grounds, that had good cogs, um, that has its repeat customer rate, uh, that can satisfy the customer, and you know you can have that good AOV. And you are pretty familiar with this this product in the audience, um, yeah. so yeah, I would go with the easiest one, easier easier one. Uh, there's definitely ways to uh, um, to go with the, the the harder product, the crate. I feel like then maybe you would have less competition, and then you would have you would have maybe that those kind of USPs that we talked in the beginning. Um, but then imagine that you would need to invest more money into it and time. And maybe um, at some point you just won't have enough stock to cover your scale or something like that. Yeah, like if it's selling well, I feel like you can easily get uh, some sort of investment or a partner or, you know, you can even like to to create this difficult product, you can actually go and find, let's say for the skincare, go and find some sort of product developer that works in this space and can create the products and maybe they can create 
maybe they, they have some sort of partnerships with the manufacturers and they can create quite cheaply difficult products and you can let's say spend six months into research and development uh and then you know let's say you work with that partner and then you work as a marketer yeah i mean like uh, more or less like uh, as example uh, for you to better understand what i'm talking to what i mean you know it's it's hard is like as example i just had a conversation with the guy who is creating you know um the shaker and uh it's pretty much like you know the stand how the standard shaker works yeah but it uses those magnets yeah. on which like you just take that shaker you put it on a magnet and yeah. it works like you know the standard shaker the pretty big one yeah and in his case what happened actually is uh right now as you know i'm not sure if you're aware of like uh the overall situation with like energy crisis with like overall uh, lack of uh you know metals and all, all that stuff but in this case he simply doesn't have enough uh, resources mm -hmm. not from the money side not from yeah. the manufacturers and all that but simply he doesn't have that magnet in place to to actually manufacture and right now he's just closed uh his marketing department for uh, at least one year so that's the thing of course if you are big you know like in uh as example in the cars industry if you are tesla then you will get um at least a few thousand you know to to manufacture because you are big and you just need that revenue in place yeah but uh but yeah these days uh, of course it's not going to stay forever yeah the energy crisis and all those parts but still you know it's it's a thing you should also measure yeah, yeah so basically if it's this kind of situation where you you know don't have and cannot have the ingredients or the product then yeah that's going to be quite difficult to move forward but i feel like this is very specific situation um and uh, um you know we can just continue yeah. the research yeah i mean like uh, you know it's like more or less i'm just trying to avoid you know people getting into complex solutions because like when you're researching it can happen that you are uh, just you know um bouncing your head in the wall yeah. trying to find a solution and at the end of the day you just come up with some kind of a very complex solution that first point you are going to be the buyer uh you won't have the audience for it and second of all you just like you won't have the manufacturer and you know yeah. it, it will cost you a lot and you are going to raise your cogs and all those parts so i'm just trying to avoid that you know and that complexity yeah, I totally get it. Um, I feel like um, then it also like depends on the person. Like for, let's say for for me, you know, I started working with the skincare, uh, sorry, for, uh, with the hair care products, which is beauty, uh, which is kind of it was kind of easy to get into and start, uh, and the whole solution and all of it was kind of easy. I feel like for the next brand, once I scale this one. Um, I feel like I would want to have a higher sol uh, kind of challenge and I feel like that would be you know for me a bigger challenge to maybe take a kind of pro uh, problem that is harder to solve it requires yeah. more money or more research or let's say finding some of the ingredients that it's very hard to find yeah um, and you know creating it uh, so it then depends on the person's experience you know if yeah, they want to have uh, uh kind of harder uh challenge because like for me this is basically um fun to do like and you know all those challenges is just like um you just want to overcome it and this is like 
just enjoying the whole process of, of it. Um, so I feel like, you know, if the person do have a lot of experience um, and want to have less competition and maybe some sort of better kind of uh, positioning uh, in the industry and maybe... Maybe pattern. Yeah, maybe pattern or some, some sort of basically offer solution that most of the companies cannot offer and just have really good grounds for the marketing. And like, if you have this kind of position, trust me, like there's so many agencies and so many investors that will want to take you on their kind of belt and help yeah, you to scale it. for sure. Like uh, we, we currently have the patented product actually in the toy uh, niche. It goes like crazy. It goes like crazy. You're yeah. just running ads. You don't have the competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, maybe it's much harder to create, but then the other kind of, uh, point you'll have much easier time when you're scaling and 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 selling to the, this product. So yeah, yeah. So it yeah it depends on the on the person and the experience. But sure. I feel like both ways, you know, the easiest and the easier and then the harder kind of routes is good ways to approach it. Yeah, for sure. But at the end of the day, how you're actually looking for that product? Uh, so yeah, just before we're going into like actually looking for the manufacturers and how to find, you know who was going to make uh, the products. Um, the last part about the products and make sure um, just another check, you know. Uh, so whether you can actually satisfy the customer, because this is quite important, like, uh, because like if you yeah. cannot satisfy the customer, like what's the solution you can offer? So let's say from my own experience, I was looking at... Uh, uh, the product that solves um, wrinkles um, and cellulite, um, basically. And I was looking at possible solutions. I found multiple oils, multiple accessories. Um, I was even like bold, uh, bundled up uh, all of those products. The cogs looked amazing. Uh, the AOV looked really good. It had repeat customer rate. It had all the other things. Um, but when I started going more deeper into the solutions and kind of uh, customer reviews, um, I understood that, uh, you know, the the biggest kind of um, thing that helps the cellulite and, and the wrinkles is actually like sports, then nutrition, and then water intake and all of those yeah. things that is external, you know? Um, so then, you know, can you actually fully satisfy the customer with your products? It's actually hard. Um, then do I see the future for this product? Yes, but this is very hard kind of, it's going to be very hard to satisfy the customer. Yeah, you, you just need to, you just need product uh, that works. Yeah. <laughs> like you won't have that retention rate. Yeah. Not so, uh, you know, it's definitely possible to go uh, with, you know, this kind of product, but I just didn't feel like, yeah, for me, it's justifies um, the, the 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 problem solution that I'm going to offer is good enough. So maybe you know that could be a harder route to find out how you can actually remove the solid with, uh, without actually doing the sport. Maybe you can create some sort of you know interesting product. But I just didn't want to go uh, to this route. So yeah, um, that's basically the last part. That's also like quite kind of important to yeah, it's definitely uh, part. Uh, yeah, to go through your head when you are selecting the product. Okay, so once you actually selected the product and you know what you want to sell, let's say the maybe bundle. we can pick one like just to be more practical. You know, let's say we 
uh, I don't know, we pick uh, this, um, I don't know, acne product. And yeah. then, like, how to actually find one, um, all the cogs and, like, where to look for it and all that. Yeah, so um, I feel like it, it will be uh, um, a bit hard to find um, all the exact cogs, uh, but we can try to go into um, Alibaba. That would be, like, the Chinese um, supplier. Uh, it's your main, like, uh, area you are stepping in? Uh, no. So, um, for the, like, skincare, I wouldn't trust Alibaba. I just maybe would want to look at least how much uh, those products are selling for. So, let's say this one is, um, okay, let's find acne cream. So yeah, so basically um, you start looking at the costs for the products and um, uh, you can see, you know, that those products cost about uh, $2, yeah, so $3. Just to get a better idea of like what to look Yeah, for. and basically what you can make in, in the Chinese uh, uh, suppliers. But I feel like if you go into skincare and if you just want to have a bit higher quality product if we're talking just about skincare i feel like you should go more local let's say if you you are in us you can look for and google uh us uh us um manufacturers uh manufacturing companies and start looking at uh what you can contact um and this is like very kind of old school process basically yeah uh, by looking just uh, different uh, companies and you can actually go very specific uh, manufacturing uh, yeah I, I also heard that um, there are companies I believe in Germany the Germany is the place for those uh, where they are just selling uh, you know the formulas and for skincare products and they also have pretty big uh, contact list of manufacturers uh, so you just buy the formula from them and you get the manufacturer. So you just simply don't need to worry about, you know, all that type of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Then uh, another route would be basically to look for uh, not the manufacturer, but uh, to go and start talking with product developers. Um, yeah. So you can find them on Upwork, on different uh, platforms as well, because those... Um, you know, people, those people will have a partnerships with different manufacturers and they have access to different ingredients. So maybe that would be even the e easier route kind of go to. But maybe you have, uh, let's say, uh, you know already some sort of um, uh, manufacturers that you would want to go or maybe someone recommended you something uh, that no is quite good. You can go and contact manufacturers or go with them uh, product developers um, and see what they can offer. If we're talking about uh, more uh, kind of accessories or like yoga products, clothing, um, electronics, watches, and all of that kind of categories, I feel like Alibaba could be a very good route. I know there's so many different really high quality brands that design their products inside their country, let's say it's in US, and yeah. then outsource and create the products in China. Yeah, um, Apple. Yeah, so Easy. yeah, Apple, basically. Um, so you can go and, let's say, clothing, uh, just yeah, type clothing, and you will find a bunch of different um, manufacturers. You can con contact 
Let's but like, um, do you, do you have experience like in dealing with uh, Chinese suppliers? I mean, like uh, directly contacting them, trying to, you know, uh, get a better price. Yeah. Try to understand like w- what's the process there? Because from my experience, it's crazy. Like you know, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. So uh, I personally never created any brand that required a Chinese uh, um, manufacturer, but I did um talked with a bunch of um manufacturers in china yeah. um so it's definitely a difficult process for sure because like some of them won't know that uh, english properly then a lot of the chinese people will want to scam you and then offer higher prices yeah uh then the quality could be bad you know they could send you one product as an example then you can design it and then you know once you're ready to order like let's say thousand units then the quality is going to be different uh, so there's so many different scams and different kind of ways they they take uh, try to take advantage of you so definitely don't want to be very naive uh when you're dealing with chinese uh but uh, for sure you know uh, there's good apples as well in the alibaba space and you can find good uh suppliers that's going to make your quality product so basically my point is that not all all of them is going to be bad uh so that's why i need to contact a bunch of them and see which fits you know the best and then ask them okay let's say you want to create a very custom kind of clothing or electronic or accessory go and talk with those manufacturers to find on alibaba and uh and see what what kind of things they're offering yeah in terms of clothing we also have portugal we also have yeah yeah um like they're pretty good at it yeah yeah so yeah also don't be yeah yeah that's a good point don't be you know afraid to um go and contact those uh, uh, manufacturers as well with this kind of process it should be very old school you need to use your phone uh, call them directly don't be afraid to talk email them uh schedule a call with them it's just basically when you have no contacts it's it's going to be quite hard and for me it was i basically knew what kind of products i want to sell but i just didn't know like what kind of like how i can actually find someone i was looking at chinese and it didn't look good for me um and and my way was very kind of niche i i went to my local suppliers list and i I contacted a bunch of uh, manufacturers and one of them actually had their own brand and they were selling quite well so basically i already i already saw the products online and i told them okay i want this and this and this product i want to use the same design i want i just want to change the the brand and they agreed on it and that that my uh that way that that was my way basically finding manufacturers just by looking at different manufacturers in the local space and also looking at the brands that are selling similar products and basically also contacting them so as i said you know this is very kind of creative process there's so many ways to approach it and that's for same for looking for those manufacturers yeah um but like um uh, pretty broad question yeah but, uh, let's try to answer that one like and uh, what number of like sample orders you would aim for uh if you want you know just to have that uh perfect uh product in in your uh on your brand yeah so for me um it's yeah it depends on the product now you can let's say you're making accessory or clothing you can get one or a few samples 
to see like what kind of material they're using, how they feel, um, how they wash, uh, and then you know after like let's say a week or a month of using it, how does it you know look and how does it feel you know so basically the longevity of the product for the skincare and then for the beauty products you actually want to give them to your direct users so for me it was kind of hard because like uh, i'm not a girl and i don't have uh, those problems that i was trying to solve so i needed to give those products to someone that have those issues and then ask their like opinion let's say what do you feel about it like is it good is it solves your problem etc so yeah. um i feel like that would be the way um to do it just to give you know get you know let's say if you want to really give a good test get you know five ten pieces of products um and then get you know five to ten uh, girls or boys to um, to basically of your direct audience yeah. to test it and, and give the feedback. And then once you have this information, you can go to the manufacturer and say, okay, you know, we need to customize this, change this, change this, and change that. Um, so, For yeah. Sure. Well, like, uh, as a, uh, as you know, like, uh, you, in your case, you just, um, you know, manufactured, you start running, and then you, uh, start doing everything from scratch so maybe you can just uh, walk us through on what happened and overall like answer the question of like how much time you actually need to fully prove that your sample or your overall product that you already have in place yeah. works and how much time you need for your feedback and all that yeah stuff. um so for the clothing accessories and all those products it's it's very quick you know uh let's say you're selling a yoga mat you can you can get the product, you can test it out and and see if you like it. You can give it to your direct audience and see how they like it. They're going to give give you very quick response. You can then wait for seven to thirty days and see how they feel about and how the product you know lasts. But for the skincare and for the beauty products, um, it's a bit difficult because like if you are offering some sort of, some sort of solution, usually those solutions comes in when you're using it for four, six, eight, nine, twelve weeks, you know, it's a long process. So yeah. the longer you test, the better results and the better, like better kind of knowledge you have about your products. So it really depends on how much time you have. So you can actually start selling it right away with the solution. But I, but then you need to take a, uh, and a consideration that you will have risk of people that uh, is not satisfied with your product because maybe it still needs a lot of research and development to have that desired um, solution and uh, your business can basically break because you cannot offer that. You're basically selling a, a snake yeah. oil. Um, so... Um, it, yeah, it depends really on the products and what kind of manufacturer, what kind of product developer you have. Maybe you have really high-end you know, team and they can create really fast those products. But for the skincare, it usually is like four, five months just because you need to get the documents, you need to um, test um, about the stability of the product. Uh, you also need to design it, like the whole bottle. There's so many ways. Also, like you need to prepare, basically the plan how you're going to 
explain uh, how to use it as well like you need to test it and see like yeah. um so there's yeah so many things we need to do um and it's not a very quick process to be honest uh, so for, for me sure. it took uh four five months just to 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 get um a really good product but i i actually got the, my first product very quickly just because it was already created but then yeah. i when i wanted to update it and upgrade it and make it much better that's where i spent it like four or five months at least into like investing and and and, and working on it okay and um last few questions and uh, just before we wrap up everything um in your opinion like where do you see trends going in terms of overall product development and uh, creating the actual brand from scratch like let's pick top three trends in your opinion yeah i feel like you know uh this the whole space i feel like definitely is developing more and more like it's definitely like it's much harder to get into uh just because uh you can see that you know the new upcoming brands they usually offer better solutions uh the packaging the designs yeah. are more high quality um and you know they spend more time into research and development and uh, uh they all, always try to kind of um try to create something new or something better so i feel like you know the trend is very uh kind of stable it always go up in the quality wise uh so yeah, it's actually quite hard to answer um, uh, this question um, because I truly don't know the answer to it, uh, to be very honest. Um, okay, but like you are saying that, you know, uh, it's going to be more competitive. So, you know, like uh, what comes with a competitive market, in, in your opinion? I mean, like know maybe you should be focusing on your packaging maybe you should be focusing yeah. on some unique points like overall mm-hmm. those you know areas you should be focusing to be successful yeah i feel like uh then number one thing is you need to keep in mind that you are selling the products not to robots or not to someone uh that has nothing you know in their head you're selling to the people um and uh you want to make sure that you're offering the best solution uh, that is possible um, and always working on your offer, basically. To offer a better product, better price, a better, I don't know, um, yeah, solution to your audience. Um, And I feel like that's like the most important thing, you know, maybe the products that you are selling right now, maybe it it's 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 not going to be a good offer in uh, three years, let's say, or you know some products are not good to sell in summer. So you need to like um, think about what else you can create, uh, how how can you improve it all to make it better. And uh, you know if you don't improve, uh, you if you you know stay with the same products um it was going to be huge issues because your competitors are improving um and at some point um the the customers will start you know uh, tr- uh trying out the, uh, your competitor products and then maybe you'll start losing the customers so yeah i feel like it's you know it's quite stable you just need always to kind of be on top of your 
uh, industry and and follow all the competitors what they're doing and you know try to always create something new something different you know like when i worked i worked with a bunch of different clients the ones that did a bunch of different uh, product launches and were creating multiple you know new products new designs they were doing very good like uh, every six months let's say you know they create something new and that's you know they have huge window of time when they're relevant and they're you know can sell the product you know people are very excited about those products and you know as i said you know those brands did really good uh and it was quite easy to advertise them because they always try to uh, elevate themselves they try yeah. to to create something new for sure and um my last question is like where you are actually learning those things in terms of product development and how you are keeping up with the pace of the market uh in the product development space um so uh, i learned it uh the the, the basics like uh, just uh basically the, the what i explained today through books through YouTube videos, through uh, research and analyzing how other people, you know, go and research and do all of this process. Um, so there is no like a very specific kind of um, uh, ways uh, to learn, I feel like, at least not for me. Uh, one book that I could really, really recommend was um, uh, One Million in 12 Months. Uh, don't remember the uh, the um, and the writer because it was quite a, a long time ago. But he has quite a big podcast, so I, I will be able to share this book maybe in the description. Yeah, yeah in the description. Uh, so that was uh, because that was just like uh, an eye opening, like how to do um, uh, basically uh, how to start a brand without having that much. Um, revenue like the basically money in the pocket like what is the the easiest the cheapest and the best way to do it you know and he explained quite good you know like he was using amazon and he was explaining like how to create your own audience how to do the research yeah. you know how to you know come up with the product and he actually was go, going also th- from the like reverse engineering which was like what audience you want to sell and and yeah basically all those stuff so that was like was my main book i feel like but i feel like there's so many also other books that tell the same thing so yeah just start reading more books regarding this topic just look at you know google and uh, what people are recommending you know regarding the kind of starting your own e-commerce uh, business and yeah. maybe doing research also youtube is quite good as well like covering these topics so at least getting some ideas uh um, yeah, just guys don't get into dropshippers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Much. <laughs> so yeah um so also like facebook groups is quite good you can ask people some questions um somewhere where is always um the newest information so yeah network people network like product developers and upwork uh, you know, with like some brand owners and all, all that type of stuff. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, the brand owners, like, I feel like what we have talked today is just like one way of 100 different ways uh, to yeah. do it. Because like, if you talk with the brand owners, we'll see like 
that, you know, the deer process was totally different. Maybe some of the products came from their hobbies or maybe a buddy of them recommended or uh, I don't know, they just walked into some store and they saw the product and they're like, shit, you know, yeah, this yeah. is a really good idea. A lot of guys, they are just, you know, like they just have that problem yeah. and they are just solving uh, yeah, for themselves. Basically, yeah. So I feel like I, I'm, I actually was very jealous of those, you know, uh, clients of ours uh, when I was working in the agency. Um, basically, uh, when the client comes and he is the user of the product, he is uh, kind of uh, the person that uh, needed a solution because then it's so easy to like create yeah. marketing because like, you just need to ask the questions to yourself. Like, is it good to use? Is it good copy? Is it good headline? Is it, you know, is this, you know, video ad is going to attract your attention? It's so easy to go about it. Yeah, because um, you are the target audience. Yeah, because you are the target audience. So I was very jealous about it. But unluckily for me, I never had any like good idea in my head that I always wanted to solve it. I needed to do huge research before I could find any of the ideas. And now I have so many different ideas what I would want to do next um, just because I, I keep, you know, researching or maybe just having in mind to add some notes about something that I just do day to day. And yeah. Nice. Okay. Dominus. We covered a lot of different points right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, I would say around two hours we were talking. Almost, yeah. And um, but we still covered, as you mentioned, it's one of the 100 ways to actually run through that process. So, guys, make sure you always uh, find the best one for yourself. I believe we just uh, covered one of the most complex ones for you just to understand, you know, uh, all those main uh, points and areas you should be focusing on. And uh, I believe we are going to do the second um episode of uh, uh with Domantas um on like how to actually market that type of product like we just you know covered all those points and like actually how to uh, do the research and yeah. how to come off the product but then how to actually start from zero and uh go all the way up to let's say one minimal for revenue so i believe that's going to be on the second episode but for today, uh, it's more than enough information for you to go and research. And uh, yeah, just make sure you have the product uh, till our next episode when we are covering uh, marketing part. And that's it. And uh, Domantas, thanks a lot for being here. Thanks a lot for talking to you almost two hours uh, about your experience and about how uh, you are doing things in terms of product research. And uh, right now, like how people can find you uh, if they have some additional questions yeah. in, you know, areas uh, where they are confused. I feel like the, the easiest way to find me would be I just launched my own personal uh, website, uh, which is uh, goodstrategies.com. Uh, so I had uh, a bit more backstory about myself and also um, uploading um, blog posts there um, and I'm planning also to do some videos about just covering some marketing uh, tips and uh, all of it so if anyone has any questions you can just basically reach me uh, through there uh, I do have an email there um, and also links to my social medias LinkedIn, Facebook 
Instagram. right? Goodstrategist.com. Strategist or strategies? Strategist. Okay, great. Yeah, um, yeah, and actually, I have a, a full blog of uh, covering uh, the marketing tips and how to approach it, and also had you know covering this topic, but it wasn't that detailed. So I feel like for the next podcast, we could we could go even deeper with the marketing, uh, which was actually uh, is even I feel like even a bigger part uh, of the whole thing. Yeah, it's like uh, right now we we took uh, two hours, and for the marketing part, I would say we need at least four. Yeah. So yeah, thanks a lot for the invitation as well. Like uh, I, I really enjoy the time being here and, and basically sharing. Um, and uh, I really hope at least some of the people had some of the values uh, that, you know, from what we have talked and some of the people who also struggled, uh, struggling as I was struggling in the beginning, uh, researching the products. I hope this is going to help them to find um uh, the right product and it's going to answer the questions that they always been looking for yeah for sure thanks a lot guys for staying us for uh that long and uh see you on another episode bye-bye bye-bye